Welcome back to Mind and Machine, Unlocking the Potential of AI in Africa. We've had a few uh, episodes so far and we thought it's time to sort of reel in AI to our day-to-day activities and experiences. And so just going to have a discussion today with my, my new guest, who will introduce himself shortly. And basically what we're going to talk about is on our day-to-day, what AI tools do we use, what do we interact with? Nick, welcome. How are you doing? How are you feeling? I'm fine. How are you? I'm good. Uh, I actually thought I was supposed to introduce myself. Then you mentioned my name. No, I. You can have the floor is all yours. Introduce yourself. The breadth of your linguistics. Okay. Um, hi guys. Uh, my name is Nick. Uh, I am a UI UX designer uh, for a health tech company called Tibu Health. Um, so what we do, we deliver uh, healthcare. So last mile, the healthcare delivery. Um, I think that's that's it. My background is in uh, in business, so that's what I did in, in campus. Uh, yeah, I think that's it. Oh, great, welcome on board. <laughs> welcome to Mind and Machine. Mm-hmm. And so now we're gonna talk about uh, our the AI tools we've been using. Uh, I guess we've had a boom of tools being made publicly available. Some for free, some paid for. What tools do you like to use? So I think in my space, so as a UX designer, as I initially mentioned, uh, so tools, there are a couple of tools. Uh, there's uh, DALI, and then there's ChatGPT, of course. Yeah. That's the, the, the general one that, <laughs> that we all... All run to for answers. Yeah, all run to for answers. Uh, so, for example, I think for ChatGPT, we use... In the space, we use it mainly to create content for the website. So trying to eliminate the lorem ipsum when doing prototypes, just trying to make our designs and our prototypes more interactive when uh, handing it over to to the users. Yes, I think basically that. Mm, I normally use chat just to ask it. If I feel like, well, to... I think it's a faster search engine. Like, mm-hmm. I need an answer, but I don't want to read. I don't want to go through 10, pay, 10 different websites. So that's, I jump onto chat for that. Sometimes I mm. use GPT to write emails. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you find yourself, yeah. uh, you want to write an email, but you are, there's the creative block that's, yeah. that you're, you're experiencing at that at a certain point. So, yeah, I think that's one of the usage I... I really enjoy actually. Yeah. You mentioned Dali. I love uh I I love Mid Journey. So I use Mid Journey to just tell it to imagine uh like imagine if a country was a person. I've seen a lot of people with those uh, I've seen those ones on social media. For me, I, I recently used uh Mid Journey to try and come up with images for a presentation I was doing and I wanted I was like, I hate PowerPoint slides. I had to do PowerPoint slides for this particular presentation. So I was like, I need images. And I was like, where can, so you go to Google, you write, you say you want an image that's free for use. And then the list goes from these very good images to True. some ugly tiny sketches. Mm-hmm. And they have, some of them have watermarks. I was like, no, I'll go to, to Mid Journey. Mm-hmm. I'll ask it to draw for me those things. So I, I liked it for that. Yeah, so I think one thing about uh, that I think yeah that's a it's a good usage. It's even the 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 
tools like Shutterstock, yeah. uh, you can now see that they've involved AI in in their in their product. Yeah. So, for example, when looking for images, uh, for example, you want uh, a while back we used to write like we don't have black people images. Yeah. So, like African, when you are looking for African images for yeah. content for socials, etc., you you have to write black African American mm-hmm. person using. So, um, using these tools, I think right now we can try and create. Of course, they won't be hundred. The 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 resolution won't be that high. Yeah. But I think it's something that uh, with time, uh, as it learns, uh, as we feed it more more information, more African, more African exactly. <laughs> so it will learn like uh, what kind of photos that we have. For example. I don't know if now we can look for a photo like an African market setup. I'm not sure. Uh, I think it would. It's worth a test. We'll give it a test after after this show. We see mm-hmm. how good it is. Of course, if it's trained on, it's not trained on African data, then it will make some mistakes. But let's see how creative it can get. Okay. Yeah. I use also use Copilot. Uh, mm-hmm. It's an extension on. Uh, it's an extension from Git, the GitHub. That allows you to that actually helps you code. So sometimes you're like, how should I write this particular uh, section of code? And you can actually write the you write what you want that particular part of code to do mm-hmm. in English. Like, I I want code for analyzing an array or a matrix, and you just get say what what how many variables are there and mm-hmm. boop. It, it it does it for you while you're writing your code. So sometimes I feel like, oh, like I write code faster, mm-hmm. but I'm actually writing less code because just a few lines of code, then I, I ask the AI tool to help. Speaking from a CTO mm. perspective, I'd ask, um, do you think, from your perspective, mm. do you think that AI will replace designers? In a sense, yes, because, yes, because AI... Will can will be able to design faster than people. So mm-hmm. when you need a lot of designs churned out quickly, mm-hmm. AI is going to be there. Mm-hmm. And if you train AI well enough with all this knowledge, it can improve on our human design skills and levels. Mm-hmm. Push that to the next level, because as long as you can code it, AI will do it better. Um, currently. Currently, I think it needs some help. Some of I've I've seen people I've got on mid journey sometimes when you're there and you're looking at some of the concepts people are coming up with for websites. Mm-hmm. Some of those websites feel three D, like mm-hmm. they so should they are, be in some augmented reality. Mm-hmm. Of course, you 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 obviously won't publish that or you can't publish because what kind of web or maybe there are websites which you can put on your glasses and then you see more content. Who knows? I don't, I've never seen. For some. example, those websites. Yeah. I've had a look at them, but then that the uh, there are things like the accessibility tests mm. that they won't pass. You'll realize that some have small text, mm. very small text uh, when reading. Yeah. But the images are too large and too colorful. Mm. They actually AI currently uh, really works well with the the colors, the color mm. palettes. Yeah. So if you if you instruct it, give give it a color. It will really work well, but text, I don't think 
yet. You, you've said one of my favorite words for 2023, mm-hmm. accessibility. Mm-hmm. I love that word. I mm-hmm. love the need that as we te- as technology improves, we are not uh creating a divide for people who have certain limitations. You've mentioned text being too small, colors being too bright. Mm-hmm. The ability to have the right size of text that people don't struggle to read. Yeah. Colors that don't you don't have a, a site that it feels like you're in a disco with flashing lights that can induce seizures mm-hmm. um you also cater into the idea of maybe as humans actually designing and maybe that's why ai won't design something that's accessible to all mm-hmm. because we don't look at things like color blindness uh can someone see this clearly is is it too bright or if it's audio is it too loud is it too sharp can people even hear, uh, for the deaf how should it but humans will put that into consideration ai will not build on that and i think i hadn't thought of that now i'm thinking about it i'm like yeah designers back on top ai down for a little yeah. bit then when it lands they switch um i think um also on ai ai and design when you mm-hmm. when you say you think mm-hmm. first point you think ai can replace designers yeah. right now no because If you look at the tools for example that there, there are some tools where you can instruct you want a UI page yeah. so you want an let's say you want to design a mobile banking page mm-hmm. uh, but then how so it will give you a flat image yeah. which is not editable which you cannot customize to what you want i think that those are the cons some of the cons surprisingly i recently came I've forgotten the name of that ai tool mm-hmm recently came I haven't tested it but recently appeared on one of my feeds that allows you to take a screenshot and then edit you edit the so uh-huh. you now you're able to say this section is like you can just draw a rudimentary ui on a piece of paper and take a screenshot then or take a photo take a photo of that uh-huh. or maybe you want to copy someone's design and take a you open their site or their ui take a screenshot of that and then the tool allows you to edit there's actually one that's the code for you there's actually one mm-hmm. that you do a sketch yeah. on on a paper yeah. and then take a photo yeah. and then it generates the code for you it gives you a functioning we- website yeah. so a web page wow. yes but then uh, back to the replace initial yeah. you cannot replace designers code it it will give you just a basic yeah. a basic page of how it looks because it will so what we have now doesn't uh, do well on cal- uh, on the tax accessibility yeah. part that we had earlier mentioned yeah. Uh, chatbots like uh, i guess we also use chatbots on our day to day um personally i don't i don't i don't like chatbots like you ever go on a site and then it pops up Doop! would you like any help I, what are you i did you find our site useful mm-hmm. i i find those chatbots annoying i feel like i've come there to like i'm in a library and someone is making noise but do but they really help when help, on customer help. yeah they help customer acquisition engagement, and engagement yeah, those kind of things mm-hmm. for me personally i just find them very intrusive i'm like if i wanted to talk to the chatbot i would have looked for a chatbot i've come to read an article and then this thing is popping up did you find this helpful do you need assistance Did the product meet i'm like eh. it's like in a library and someone is shouting so Mm-hmm. If, oh you've turned to page 3 how did you find page 2 what do you like what are you looking for in page 3 i find it so intrusive uh actually like mm-hmm. like because of the the custom mm-hmm. engagement bits yeah i don't hate them the way you do <laughs> i don't hate them i just don't like don't them. like them okay <laughs> i find them really 
really helpful because yeah. uh, imagine getting to a website and you do not know what what to do mm. and uh, you'll realize in maybe in some some websites like uh, i think I'll, i'll use the tool i use most shutterstock mm. so on, on shutterstock getting a contact of so for example you have an, you have a problem yeah. you do not know who to contact yeah. uh, okay, you have to go and contact you have to look for their contact yeah. and and make their make a, a direct phone call, phone call to yeah. them but then imagine if they had I don't i'm not sure if they have a the, a the chatbot, chatbot. Yeah. but imagine if they had so uh, if they do mm-hmm. uh, i think it's an easier way to talk to those guys yeah. see but actually they have a chat section i just remember they have a chat section now now you you've, you've now made me think something in in design mm-hmm. do you think the mm-hmm. fact that you have a chatbot that's helping you navigate our website means you've poorly designed your site as a designer would you would you say this site is poorly designed because it needs a navigator <laughs> no no I, i wouldn't say it's poorly really? designed yeah um, I, i would think it's, it's a fresh thought that's just come to my mind i'm like because it means the site is bad <laughs> think about uh, maybe if you have payment issues mm-hmm. uh, you wouldn't you would not blame that on on design oh yeah yeah true mm-hmm. yeah so such but then maybe yeah such such stuff mm-hmm. um, what else maybe if you have a, yeah um, okay nothing else comes to mind but uh-huh. mm-hmm. yeah so chatbots for me I'm on the fence. I really don't like them. I guess you like them because of the customer engagement. Mm-hmm. Uh, another day-to-day tool that's AI enabled that we use. Um, Grammarly. Sorry? Grammarly. Grammarly. <laughs> uh, Grammarly. And the one which I, I particularly like other than Grammarly is Quiltbot, mm-hmm. which para- paraphrases for you. Oh, yes, 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 yes. I like, I like, I like Quiltbot a lot. Uh, so it, does it mean that you... Uh, get citations from different sites then mm. paraphrase when writing essays or something no, I, i like it when a lot of the writing that i do doesn't mm-hmm. if it requires me to put in a citation then i wouldn't change because it has to be like exactly what was being said so mm-hmm. that i maintain but i've been in instances where you have to say something so i've done it for emails before mm-hmm. and or trying to trying to make it professional more, more professional or sound mm-hmm. with more bigger words so mm-hmm. like you have you have an email that you feel like sometimes it's because you're annoyed mm-hmm. i think that's like someone has you've answered an email someone has asked a question you're like if you read the email it answers your question so you have to repeat the email mm-hmm. not to be rude to just copy paste the email i take it to quiltbot i tell it more synonyms bigger words Oh, so, it, so you actually instruct it that way. You, there's a there's a slider. So uh-huh. there's a slider where you can slide uh-huh. on terms of how how much you want it to change. Uh-huh. So it comes out differently than I take that and paste it and then send the email. Uh-huh. Because I'm like if I copy if I just copy paste that email it will be rude. Uh-huh. But I'm also feeling this person is being rude to me because they did not read the email because the question they're asking me is answered in the previous email so. Uh-huh. So what said the day? Okay. It keeps me from being rude. It's a nice use case for AI. For AI. Yeah. <laughs> Any other use case, interesting use case, <laughs> AI use case? For me games because I play a lot of video games, so mm-hmm. a lot of there's a lot of NPCs, these are non-playable characters, 
that are driven by AI. So, for example, one of my one of the best examples. It's not a game I play daily, uh, but Alien. So there's a game called Alien, uh, based off of the the movie by Ridley Scott, and you're this you're an engineer who's stuck on the ship, and the alien, the xenomorph, the name of the alien, is chasing, is hunting you down. Mm-hmm. So they have to create these unscripted moments of shock and ah, surprise. So it's very hard in a video game to create something like that that's unscripted. So what they did is they had two AIs, two director AIs, they're called director AIs, mm-hmm. and they have them. One knows exactly where you are, mm-hmm. the other one does not know. The one that knows exactly where you are can mm-hmm. only give very generic clues to the other one. And the other one knows where you are. So that other one goes. So that's the one that's going to control the body. It always knows you're hiding behind that seat. But it's going to tell the other AI, check that room. Mm-hmm. Or maybe look under everything. It won't really tell it where to find you. So it ends up creating these moments of shock where you're hiding behind the seat. Then and it actually leaves the room and it goes through a vent, comes up, props up right behind you. So you think you're safe and you turn, then it pounces on you. Mm-hmm. So, and it will not repeat that. The next time you play and you hide there, because it's now caught you and killed you, the next time you hide there, it won't pop up behind that vent. Now you'll be looking at the vent. It will never come through the vent. Because mm-hmm. now it has this AI creating these unique moments. A game which I do play a lot, uh, not daily, but a lot, at least more than twice a week, is uh, Age of Empires, mm-hmm. a Microsoft uh, game where you control different civilizations, Japanese, Romans, Chinese, the Turks, all those kind of... So you build their communities. So the AI, the game AI plays as the opposing, as the opposing team, team mm-hmm. or the opposing civilization, and you're there competing for resources, for land, going to war, trading... Mm-hmm. So that's, that's a use case that I see Good. a lot that I interact with personally. I know when you, we start going into gaming, we'll talk for like three hours. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. I, I do love games a lot. <laughs> um, I think, uh, where, where is this place that you always get your inspirations? Or where do you get news about the different kind of AIs that are available? I think I just, I don't know. I think... I think it's AI itself, because you know the way we, we talk about AI creating like personalized information for you? Mm-hmm. Sometimes when I go onto the internet, it's all I can find. Are you, like say, are you talking about TikTok? Not TikTok. Um, <laughs> YouTube. Like A good example is YouTube. Uh-huh. A lot of my YouTube feed now is mostly things on artificial intelligence, mm-hmm. whether it's going to be the GPUs, uh, that the hardware behind them, whether the graphic processing units, mm-hmm. the chips, the semiconductors or it's going to be the various language models. And then those YouTube, these YouTube videos have links to websites, and you go to those websites, and those websites have links to something. Mm-hmm. You find yourself doing a lot of that, and then Google then knows what you're interested in and will push that content to you. To you. So that's how I end up with that content. Other, forms, other ways I end up with that content is like just engaging with people. Uh, this conversation I'm having with you, a conversation I could have with someone else about artificial intelligence, mm-hmm. and then now doing further reading on that. Right now, there's ChatGPT to make it's the research process for you easier, mm-hmm. a lot easier. So you can ask it a question, and then 
it gives you an answer and now you're able to take that answer and try and either confirm if it's true or it's false. Otherwise, you can't always just take its answers okay. to be true. Um, I think mine is TikTok. Yeah. Um, I actually found out uh, yesterday night, yeah. uh, found out one funny or really interesting idea. Yeah. So there's, do you know that you can create music uh, like from beats to, there's a tool that mm-hmm. you can create from beats till production yeah. and then you can still market the, your whole music so, thing without being so it's a whole record it's a company. whole record build a whole record company <laughs> so you create the beats it yeah. writes the lyrics yeah. and then it i think right now it like the video is watching it generated it in two hours generated yeah. the whole like a three minute uh, audio yeah. for three hours and then you can create so you'll give it inspirations when giving it instructions, you give it instru- um, inspirations of music videos. Oh, reference this, reference yes. that. You can use mm. this kind of music video. Mm. Uh, you can... I want you to sound like... I want, I want to sound like... Kendrick Lamar. Exactly. Sound like J. Cole. Exactly. Yeah. And create beats by Avicii. Mm. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. So those are the interesting... Interesting tools. Things, yeah. tools. I've always had fun with uh, the... Well, I think every, right now we're in a space where... I'll, we are all using AI sometimes without knowing. Mm-hmm. Um, the Google search engine AI is itself. a very powerful AI tool. Mm-hmm. Like, sometimes I feel it, especially if now chat GPT is there, so everybody's not like, oh, big Google fan, everyone is like, oh, Microsoft is... And Microsoft may or may not go down that path, but I feel that there are some things we don't realize are uh, driven apart by AI. The search engine, some chatbots. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think any banking apps are powered by AI. Uh, banks do say, "Oh yeah, we're using AI." Yeah, no, they're mm-hmm. using good math. That's just what I think. I haven't seen good math. I haven't seen anyone training any models. Okay, mm-hmm. maybe they are there. I don't know. Maybe I'm being biased. Mm-hmm. I'm being a bit mean, but yeah. Okay. So, what, what else do you feel like? How do you inter- how else do you think you interact with AI on on a day to day? On a day to day basis, yeah. uh-huh. or maybe or even better, how do you see in the future your interaction with AI being? Um, I think uh, there's a previous episode you had mentioned that you want to uh, be able to sit down and say make enable AI to make your decisions. I think that was a really cool. Uh, thought that yeah. came so it, it makes the decision for you and then you select if it's a yes or a no yeah. uh, I think that's one of the things maybe I'd re- be really interested in and then in the future uh, when creating videos yeah. so right now we saw the, vid- the, the there are videos that you can create a three second yeah. GIF uh, yeah. using AI so why the music video thing yeah. I was saying so let's create Really interesting movies. Oh yeah, full a full uh, Marvel movie using AI. Full uh, African Marvel movie. African Marvel movie yeah. using a Kenyan movie using Kenyan, yeah. using <laughs> AI. Yeah, I think those are the things things that yeah I really want to see in the future. Yeah. I don't see an autonomous house like in the movies. <laughs> Built. Six a.m. curtains open. I know that's possible with a few smart homes and all mm. this, all that tech, but I'd like to have that assistant. That what uh, what's the one in Marvel? Those assistants that those that AI, to? yeah. Uh-huh. At home, in at home. Uh-huh. So yeah. when you wake up, 
but it, I'm, I'm sure that happens right now. Yeah, but there's the people probably who have them. Yeah, because yeah. I feel like movies just prepare prepares for, prepares for a few the years future, down yeah. the line. Yeah, if you look at the things that, for example, if when they're talking about uh, traveling to space, yeah. it, that was a concept, a movie mm-hmm. concept before uh, reality. people really act, actually yeah. travel to space. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. The future does look bright. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so. so Thank you, Nick. Uh, it was a pleasure having you, uh, just discussing the, our day-to-day interactions with AI. Mm-hmm. And maybe we do this segment again in a few weeks, months, or episodes, or next season, or whatever mm-hmm. that will be. We'll probably have more, new, more use cases, more day-to-day use cases with our interactions with AI. Okay. Yeah. Uh, thank you for having me at your podcast. Uh, really interesting conversation. Thank you so much. Uh, thank you, listeners. Please remember to subscribe and share the podcast uh, across your networks. Thank you.